0: Welcome! Welcome. I got you that time. (laughs) Alison! Episode numero 22. 22. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that uh, the podcast is able to drink a beer last episode. Yes. 22 episodes. That's right. Once a week ish.
1: Ish. (laughs) Depending on our uh, vacation schedule, whenever you're in town, well, um, things are about to get real with school starting soon. So,
0: oh yeah, we're gonna have a couple of interesting people line up yep. regarding the school district and
1: what's happening
0: and what's happening with schools. Yep. So it's you're getting ready. You're getting your kids ready. Oh school? yeah.
1: Unfortunately, we've got two weeks.
0: Well, unfortunately, you don't like them to. I
1: like freedom sleeping in till about seven thirty, not having to be somewhere all the time and then when school starts i'm gonna be in my car all day every day as if i'm not in my car enough
0: already what
1: because once you drop
0: them off then
1: but they're not all at the same school okay so i have multiple drop-offs multiple times a day
0: you know I was I was about to ask you that because I have only one child so to me it's pretty easy Just yeah. one place and drop it off but I see parents that have three kids well three off. you have three kids yeah so one goes to high school yes Chapin High the one other one will be at
1: Chapin Intermediate
0: and then Chapin Elementary
1: Piney Woods Elementary
0: Piney Woods mm-hmm. how do you handle all that it's a
1: haul um
0: guide me through the, the, the route and the top do you drop them off
1: so we'll probably well the oldest one drives thankfully, um, but this year we'll probably have to leave the house about 6:45. Okay. To get to Piney Woods right when they open the doors at 7:05. Okay. Drop off, and then try and get into CIS like coming in on two wheels to drop off the fifth grader. Before they close the doors on them, because and, and
0: before your high schooler was able to drive, then you had to. I go. had
1: three drop-offs then. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. But the, the good thing was, by the time the baby got to like school time, the high schooler they go an hour later. Okay. So they weren't. We weren't trying to get to everybody at the same time. So it's doable. And the good thing about Chapin is we're you know everybody's kind of comes together. They say it takes a village to raise a child. So. I have a bus in the morning. Pretty much, mm-hmm. we're dropping off not just mine but multiple kids. And then most afternoons, I have a friend that picks up. So it's not so as bad as it should be. You carpool. We carpool.
0: Yeah, oh, that's that's good. Yeah, I never. Well, I live pretty kind of far, so you know, never had the the, the need for carpooling.
1: Nobody wants their kid riding with you.
0: <laughs> well. I'll be listening uh, our podcast in the mornings and in the afternoons, you yep. know. So I'll, I'll make everybody listen to that. I
1: think you should.
0: I think so you should. cool. So you're, yeah. I, I guess that uh, you know. When is it? Two weeks from now. Yep. it's Cool.
1: Two weeks from
0: now. Yeah. And um I, I kind of like him being
1: in school. Yeah,
0: I'm ready to get back into a routine. Yeah, I like waking up early. I enjoy bringing him to school. I really do it's, you know, we have, we listen to music. We have to conversations. We, you know, we it's, it's time. kind of one-on-one time in there. And, you know, the lines haven't been too bad either. I I always drop it. It's funny that you say you drop it like right at the beginning of it. I always drop Damien. Right at the end. Right at the end. Right at the end. Um, it's, it was what seven forty 740, seven forty five. 7.45 was a cutoff? 7.40 was a cutoff for seven 7.40 a.m. was a cutoff for champion Intermediate. 90% of the time I dropped him off at 7.39. So he
1: was probably tardy by the time he got to the door.
0: Let's not talk about that, please.
1: <laughs> did you get a delinquency letter?
0: I did not get a delinquency letter, but he was he was tardy a couple times, 20 something times. Ooh. Yeah. Hey, but we spend time. It's a one-on-one time with his dad. I mean, come on.
1: That's why that's I that's why I take in the morning and the friend of mine that we carpool with, she picks up mm-hmm. for that same reason because the kids would be tardy every day.
0: And let me tell you something, uh, a little secret. And we
1: know that about each other.
0: If you go like 10 minutes earlier, 10 minutes before, 15 minutes before, you're sitting there for a long time, you know, know. I get to school and in and out, boom, boom, you know, get a tardy, well, you know, like.
1: They should have had the line moving faster.
0: (laughs) Talking about lines and school and routines, you know, part of my routine is dropping them off and then hitting the gym. Um, yes
1: we all know it's like a set appointment for you. It is
0: you know and 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 the coolest thing is that I drop him off at 7:40 a.m. you know so I got at least an hour to kill. So what's better what better thing to do that is hit in the gym at that time you know. Yeah. And I go to Anytime Fitness and this is one of the guests this is where I bring it up you know Any old She's uh she's a she's a, uh, blah, 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 blah. she's a trainer in there. And um And I hear she has a lot of medals. Oh my god, it's amazing. She she's a runner. Uh, and she how about we bring her in? Let okay.
1: her tell us about
0: it. Yeah, let her tell us about it. Hey Annie. And we're here with Annie. Annie Old. How are you today? I'm doing well. Good, thank you for being here with us and sharing all the information that you're about to share regarding physical training. Yes,
1: I'm excited to hear about it. All
0: right, so Annie, why don't you give us a little bit of an introduction about what do you do in Anytime Fitness, correct? Correct, Mm
2: -hmm. I'm the Member Experience Manager um, for the Chapin and Newberry Anytime Fitnesses and uh, I oversee the personal trainers and I'm a personal trainer as well. Mm been working here over two years. Uh, my prior life, I was a psychotherapist for twenty years.
0: Oh wow, so you you move from training people's minds to training people's bodies, huh? Yeah, which that's... one Which one is easier? <laughs> <laughs> the minds.
2: <from> the minds. <laughs> I can see that. It, it's a nice It's a nice mix for me to be able to use my therapy skills here because a lot of you know. A lot of um people struggle with eating disorders or you know portion control being overweight, and I love to watch the transformation and help them not only on a physical level but on a, a mental and emotional level as well
0: yeah and that's uh and that's very, very important because there's an old saying that says a six pack you know the app six packs are built in the kitchen, not in the gym that's
1: right. That's so true, too, because I, I'm much more disciplined when it comes to working out than I am with my nutrition. And I, I know the older I get, like I cannot work off a bad diet at all. Like, it just doesn't happen.
0: I, I wish you could meet Allison in person. I mean, she is in good shape. Every single time she comes saying, Oh, I'm done to this, I'm <laughs> to that. I need to, I need to work out.
1: It's a woman. I can't help it.
0: Annie, one of the things that impresses me, impresses me the most about you is um, your endurance for training, for marathons, for triathlons. And, and proof of that is that inside your office, and I don't know if you can give us a little tour about all the hardware, all the medals that are hanging out in your wall. Can we see it? And you can give us a little little tour about, you know, for people that are just listening, what, what are we watching?
1: And I'm curious, Annie, how long have you been running and how did you get started?
2: Sure, these are my Ironman triathlon um, medals. I've done four uh, full 140.6 mile ones, and then I've done uh, seven half Ironman, which are 70 miles
0: um, Oh, Those um, are yes, I've I'm only
2: going. done 100 running race. That was took a lot out of me, it took me 27 hours. Oh, my.
0: Ali, right, hold on a second. Did you say 27 hours running?
2: Yes, and, and that's straight. Like, well, we—I would break to eat and warm up. Um, it was—it was actually a terrible night. It was—it um, it turned from rain to snow to sleet to hail. In the <laughs> cold, oh my gosh. You
0: ran 27 hours <laughs> I in the had cold. Outfit changes. Oh wow! Holy cow! You
1: deserved more than a medal for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all I got was a, a belt buckle. <laughs> Wow. That's what they give for a hundred milers. That's crazy. Probably my most
2: proud is I'm uh, just qualified. I'm going to run my ninth Boston Marathon. And these are my Boston medals.
0: Uh, Annie, were you were you running the Boston Marathon when the bombs exploded?
2: I was there. That was 2013. I didn't know that. I had already finished the race and was uh, just getting out of the shower and um, my husband's face was white as a ghost we overlooked the finish line and there were ambulances and military Humvees and German Shepherds and you could still see the smoke coming.
1: Oh, wow.
0: This is actually how fast Annie is. (laughs) The bomb exploded after you already crossed the finish line and was in the shower, <laughs> and there were still people running in there. I'm sorry, I didn't want to mean, mean to make a joke about the situation, but it's just like a little bit of a, you know.
2: Comic relief.
0: Yeah. and
2: We all do that sometimes.
0: So, Annie, when did you start running?
2: I started running, um, well, I ran track in high school, but not real seriously. Um, I found over the years that I preferred uh, more endurance events longer, um, so I I started running in college, um, but probably in my, my early twenties, I got serious. Uh, we had moved from Wisconsin to Chicago and, um, and so I joined the Chicago area runners association to meet friends and, uh, I turned from a 5k runner into a marathoner in about six months. So.
1: <laughs> How do you do that? I mean, that it doesn't, I mean, I'm not what I would call a runner, i run, but that's two different things. But to go from a 5k to a marathon in six months, that seems like a lot of training in a short period of time to get there.
2: Yes, I would recommend it for everybody. I think I have a little natural talent too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably something, I mean, it's, it comes pretty naturally to me to run and I love to run. Um, and from what I talk to my clients, my gym members, you either love it or you hate it. You know,
0: you do it to lose weight
2: or to stay healthy or you do it because it's your passion. For me, it is
0: my passion. So you do... It takes lots of training. So you do triathlons as well, correct? Yes. The Man is a triathlon by nature. Which one do you prefer? The running, the bike, or the swimming? The running. The running? I Mm -hmm. bet.
2: second is the bike, and I I don't like the swim.
0: (laughs) Tell me a little bit About, you know, I'm very curious about the mindset. One of the things about running, at least for me or the people that I have conversation is that, you know, after you do it for a little bit and, you know, of course, my little bit is a much, much little than your little bit. But when I say, you know, probably 20 minutes into the run, I get bored. What's the mindset that that you have to do? You know, you're not talking to anybody. It's just you against yourself. What's what's your mindset?
2: I listen to a lot of um kind of inspirational audiobooks. One of my favorite authors is David Goggins. Have you mm. heard of
0: him? Oh yeah, the the ex, ex Navy SEAL guy. That guy is running without knees. <laughs> His knees are completely busted.
2: Really? Yeah, you, you haven't heard of him. No, I have him? not heard of him.
0: but the guy's superhuman. Just go ahead.
2: He's superhuman. But I listen to a lot of um podcasts and audiobooks and um, sometimes like if I go in the woods I just want to be with nature I don't listen to anything and that's just my relaxation time my spiritual time
0: What's your average time on a marathon
2: Well my my latest uh so in Myrtle Beach last year I did a 3:08 3 hours and 8 minutes
0: 3 hours okay. and how much how much do you practice to get there
2: that one I practiced, That's a pretty because before my, my and I just turned fifty, and so there's hope for older people out there. <laughs> my, my best was in my well, my best was then three oh eight, and before that it was a three hour seventeen. Um, but I I will run in my younger years, my twenties, and thirties. I could run anywhere sixty to eighty miles a week, but my body can't handle that anymore. Um, so I do a lot more uh, strength training. Um, you know strengthening my quads, my my calves, trying to do injury you know prevention
0: mm-hmm.
2: and and cycling is really good
1: so what There's recommendations do you do you have for people who are wanting to get into running and and training their bodies to be able to do say a five k or a ten k something on a smaller scale
2: Just uh, go into it slowly um, don 't run every day. Um, take it easy on the weights when you're just starting off, you know, maybe just focus on the running. I've trained several of my clients. Um, I actually went to Nashville, uh, and did a half marathon. Two of my clients did their very first one. Um, nice. so that was a lot of fun. That was really rewarding as a trainer to see people who are not runners, never thought that they would run. And, um, I got them the first do a 5k and then to do a 10k and then eventually the, the 13 miles. So, um, That's pretty amazing. Take a slow, make sure you're hydrating, make sure you're you're eating properly, you know, getting enough fuel.
0: When you say eating properly, do you do something different to prepare for a marathon? And like, you know, a week before, and, and what's, just guide us through that process a little bit.
2: Sure, the week before a marathon or, a, or an Ironman, um, I start reducing my vegetables because um, the, the chance of fiber causing stomach distress as a runner um, and I start increasing my, my carbs. My, my typical um, pre-race meal the night before would be um, like grilled salmon or grilled chicken with pasta and a couple pieces of bread. I, I do like to carb load um, and, and that week leading up to the races I, I eat more carbs than I normally would. You, you
1: you might gain a few pounds, but I'd rather have you know enough glycogen in my muscles and not hit the wall at mile twenty. Well, I would probably hit the m- wall at minute twenty, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> no matter how much I carb loaded.
0: <laughs> so, I, I, out of those, I imagine that one of the hardest, or if not the hardest, has been the hundred mile run. Correct.
2: Definitely. That was my hardest. Mm -hmm. So my
0: blistered and I was just, it was bad. That's, that's what I was going to ask you, uh, what happens after the race? I mean, I believe that your reserves are completely depleted. Your muscles hate you. Uh, your soft tissues want to change bodies and (laughs) say, please get me out. (laughs) Guide us a little bit about, you know, what happens after each race?
2: well after that 100 miler i was still living in charlotte and there was a place that gave ivs and you could get ivs of you know vitamin b12 you could get you know hydration you can get for muscle recovery and so i did that and Mm -hmm. that helped tremendously um unfortunately there's not a lot of resources around columbia but um i i also would drink plenty of, of electrolytes i really you know, I didn't care about the calories. I drink full sugar, Gatorade, just to replenish my, my stores, you know, my glycogen stores that I had lost. Um, basically, eating enough protein to rebuild and repair your muscles. Mm-hmm. That's important. Um, along with the carb to help the protein absorb. They typically say it's a four to one ratio of, of carb to protein. So, um, like when you're trying to repair Okay.
0: Does pizza count? <laughs> How about pizza? Does that count? That counts. That's
2: a really good combination. So you can get some, like pepperoni on there, sausage. All right.
0: So now <laughs> you know. That's a
1: good reason for me to go running. There you go.
0: Every time, every time, <laughs> every time you wanna eat a pizza, you just say, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, load up for, yes. because I'm gonna run a marathon tomorrow." Then the marathon never happens, <laughs> but you know. <laughs>
1: So Annie, tell us, how did you segue from, you said you were in psycho, what was it?
2: Psychotherapy, Psych- I got a master's, I was a therapist.
1: Okay, oh. how did you go from psychotherapy to a fitness instructor or a personal trainer?
2: I've always been interested in, in fitness and I've had personal trainers throughout my life and coaches and um, I, uh, I was, after my career in Chicago when we moved to Charlotte, I was a stay-at-home mom for seven years. And so um, just taking care of the kids. And I decided when they got old enough and they didn't want me to volunteer anymore, I went back to school and uh, studied through the um, NASM, which is National Association of Sports Medicine, Mm -hmm. and ended up getting my certified personal training. And then I also took another course, and, and I'm a certified nutrition coach as well, so I can help people holistically. Um, when they when they're my clients, I I help develop meal plans for them and uh, guidance with
0: with day to day you know activities. That is that is pretty cool and that is amazing because you are covering every single aspect of uh, of of being fit. You know, of yeah. being an athlete. You know, it's not just lifting things up and put them down. You know, there's sure. a, whole lot of things uh that goes with it and i think that you're covering it all so what do you do say somebody comes in and say hey i want to train with you i don't want anybody else i just want you is that possible what are your times like okay. what kind of, kind of fees are we looking at Is like what type how many days a week are we looking at is there like guide us through that
2: I have several, um, I've, I've gotten to be known now, so I have a lot of word of mouth people that come in, um, that they've been referred to by their friends and colleagues, so, um, you know, if there's a brand new person, now I try to give them to my new hires, I've got two new trainers under me, but if it is somebody who's been referred to me, I, of course, will take them. Um, <clears throat> I'll, I'll have a fitness consultation with them, I'll sit down, I ask questions, like, you know, what brings you here at this time? You know what kind of motivations do you you know have um, on a scale from one to ten how important is it is fitness to you or this lifestyle change you know if they're you know overweight and they want to work on you know getting off of their um, insulin let's say for diabetes um, and and I've helped people like that um, I've, I've helped a person who was morbidly obese and um, he has now run his first uh, half marathon and he did his first sprint triathlon and i was there to cheer him on
0: that is so awesome you so you did, did you say morbidly obese mm-hmm. what does that mean for those who don't know
2: um it it means you're you're a certain percentile above um what you should be um as a it goes by age and it goes by sex i don't have my numbers with me right now but mm-hmm. um being not just overweight but very overweight, to the point of he had to go on insulin, um, you know, he, had, he was having heart problems, he was, you know, struggling with a lot of things, and the doctor said, you know, listen, you got to, you know, t- change your lifestyle, and so now, you know, he, he's, you know, on a special diet, um, and uh, just making healthier choices, smaller portion controls, and he works out just about every day.
1: So with personal training, how many days a week um, on average, would you say a person would need?
2: On average, I think my my typical people are um, three days a week. Um, I've got one client who uh, comes four days a week, and then I've got some that just come one one day a week, more for maintenance. Um, to start off, two is an a ideal amount. I think once a week is tough starting out because you I'm trying to teach people correct techniques so they don't get injured. I'm trying to really get into their heads and figure out what their motivations are to, you know, when you're tired and you don't feel like working out, what's going to get you here to the gym? Right. Um, You know, that's where my psychology background comes in. Um, I take a holistic method um, approach with, with my clients here.
1: I love that. Now... The the fitness industry is huge, obviously, and there seems to be a gym around every corner. So, tell us a little bit about Anytime Fitness. What is special about it, and makes it different from, say, the gym next door?
2: You know, I've I've been to many gyms, and um, both as a, a you know a customer myself, and then as you know a personal trainer. And this anytime fitness uh franchise they really believe in their people when when we go to conference um you know I've got to meet the founders, and they believe in there's not one body type you know it's not just a gym to you know get everybody looking like a model, but it's about our wellness and health and it, it, you know they're actually a holistic feel as well Chapin this gym in particular um just is very clean it's kept well. Um, the people are like a family here. I mean, Carlos could attest to that. I mean, everybody knows everybody. and It's not like a typical, I hate to call it like a meathead gym, but you know, <laughs> there are some of those and, and they're, you know, if, if you don't wanna have a whole bunch of, you know, guys go, you know, Google-izing you or, you know, a lot of teenagers taking selfies, Anytime Fitness is a gym for you.
1: So anytime fitness is for anyone i guess you
2: could
0: say yes and it's open 24 7. yes that's why why it's anytime we never close yeah so they give you access to the gym so you can come in you know depending on your scale and your work scale most of the time you know some some jobs and you know late night in and and you can just go in and train correct
2: Right, We have many people who work night shifts and then they come right after work or, um, you know, they, they uh, will get off work early in the morning mm-hmm. and, then and then go home to bed. And so it's very convenient. We have showers here. We've got a, a massage, uh, kind of a hydro massage bed that um, feels real good on sore muscles. Um,
0: That's awesome. What's, what's, the, what's the price of the membership in their very basic membership?
2: The basic membership, if you do a one year contract, is $25.99 bi weekly. Mm-hmm. If you do a one and a half to two year contract, it's $20.99 bi weekly. We have student discount rates. Um, I believe that is $60. Uh, for a couple of weeks several weeks you know like a, a six weeks or something but don't quote me on that one okay um, and we also give discounts to first responders and to military um, things like that
0: alright and right now you have gyms in Chapin you have a gym in Lexington you have a gym in Newberry
2: yeah the one that my owner owns is Chapin and Newberry mm-hmm. and, and, but we do have gyms in Lexington and Irmo that are Anytime Fitness. And once you are a member um, for 30 days, like if you join Chapin, you can go to Newberry because that's our same owner. But then after 30 days, you have access to all 4,000 of Anytime Fitnesses um, internationally.
1: Oh, that's pretty neat. So wherever you go, you can visit one.
2: When you're traveling, I mean, I've, I've got a client who um she she actually lives half half here and half in um the uae and so um <laughs> yeah so and she's got an anytime fitness there that
0: she trains at. that's awesome that is that's tough. awesome oh <laughs> yeah. before i forget you also forgot to mention annie that you're a black belt in karate i am carlos <laughs> <laughs> I am probably, I'm pretty sure that we forgot a lot about your accomplishments, but uh, i I'm, I'm, I'm. You are definitely somebody that impresses me. Um, and yeah, it is. <laughs> you are.
2: <laughs> I really love what I do. I'm passionate, and I think you have to love what you do, and it comes through to people.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time. It was very interesting talking to you, and inspiring as well, you might get me back out there.
2: Well, thank you so much. You're welcome to come in anytime.
1: Thank you. <laughs> anytime.
0: <laughs> what do you think about that? She, uh, she's cool. Yeah. She, yeah. And she can run fast.
1: Well, I'm just impressed that she runs, period. Because... <laughs> I got into it a little bit last year and Mm -hmm. I'd worked up to a 5K every Mm -hmm. Saturday. No, not like I I wouldn't go somewhere and run for a medal. I would just do it in my neighborhood. For training. For training and weight loss purposes. Um, And I really enjoyed it. But it's one of those things, I think once you get out of the habit of it, it's so hard to get back in because that first mile, it's grueling.
0: I 100% agree with you. It's one of those things that once you get it going on and then you stop for a couple of weeks and you back into so it, it feels hard. like you're starting over from scratch. Absolutely. Now it is a little wall in there, you know, like once you cross that wall again, you're like, okay, I didn't lose all the training. So
1: they talk about the runner's high.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I never hit it.
0: Um, you, know, you know what? I hit it pretty hard with the mountain bike. Really? Yeah, like the first ten minutes I go got full energy first fifteen minutes, you know, I was fast as I can and I used to. Now I now I, I, I learn how to, you know, tame it a little bit because then the the, the wall that you crash in there is just it's it's bad. It doesn't yeah. let me breathe. Yeah, I experienced the first time uh on a race that I did in New Jersey fifteen years ago.
1: Like a cycling race? Yeah, a mountain okay.
0: bike race. And I I just you know, all my adrenaline was rolling up and I was, you know, in the, in the front of the pack and I was feeling good about myself and then it's just like my spirit just left my body <laughs> and my muscles didn't respond. I was just like 15 minutes into the race. I'm talking about a race that usually lasts about an hour. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So that was my very first close encounter experience with that major wall that is like I couldn't breathe, Allison. And I started, I did it again, and did it again, I did it again, and I was like, okay, I gotta do something because, you know, I had to stop and just right. catch my breath and, you know, feel like my blood was coming back to my brain. It's
1: interesting you say that because I always feel like when I'm running that my lungs give out faster mm-hmm. than my legs. Like I have, it's more of the trying to catch my breath, hard time breathing, rather than my legs beating tired from running. So really? Annie might be a good one for me to go visit and see if she can help me get back into. I'm telling you, with
0: running, my thing is the uh, is my feet start to hurt, my knees and my hips. You're old. <laughs> or maybe I don't have. I'm not running the way I'm supposed to be running. But my lungs and my cardio, I think that are pretty good. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, she was saying, like, that she trains specific parts of her body for it. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I get bored too. I told her. It is, it is what it is. I remember this story when, uh, you know, I, I Annie was getting ready to jump on the treadmill. And I was like, let's race. I, sure, let's do it. So did
1: you know her background I, when you said that? Of course I
0: did. <laughs> I just want to see if it was for real or if she bought those medals. <laughs> Dude, she kicked my butt, it was like 15 minutes of pain in that treadmill, because she runs super fast, so I had to keep up with her, you know, and I'm not, I'm not a runner, uh, I'm not a fast runner, I'm not a runner, I mean, I can sprint, but from We're home base, to, to, from home base to second base, <laughs> <laughs> if you gotta push me to third base, a little, so she kicked my butt pretty bad, I've, I've never, I've never asked her to raise me. That <laughs> so, that. note
1: to self if you go to any time, don't ask Andy to raise you.
0: Yeah, and we got ten minutes now. Down in the notes. That's it. Yeah, the time goes fast. Just cut we were me off. This. I know. Yeah. Well, we maybe hope we y'all enjoyed this. Maybe we should have done this on a treadmill. If it
1: doesn't <laughs> <laughs> we would have talked a lot less. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I right, see you guys next week. Thank you for joining us. Remember, please subscribe. Um, Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Bye. Bye.